This is our Pacific Northwest Music. We're going to be talking to local musicians, bands, talking about their passions and why they play such awesome music. Why would I ever want to miss this? Find us on Instagram or Facebook, Our PNW Music, or our website, ourpnwmusic.com. Skagit Valley, you don't want to miss this. So we are here today with Savannah Woods. She's from Skagit County. No, you're from Stanwood originally. Stanwood originally. Yeah. And have you lived in Bellingham too also? No, but I do some van living, so I kind of bum around <laughs> sometimes. Right on. Yeah. So, uh, so you, every, you're, you're kind of being uh, vague a little bit with the question there, because where do you live then? How about that? <laughs> Not your address, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Stanwood. Stanwood-based, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Born and raised, moved around, but keep coming back because it's so beautiful. Well, I want to just kind of jump off with that. Um, as we were um, in the coolest old elevator out there, we were talking about that. You said you've been to 28 countries. So I imagine you probably didn't live in 28 countries, but uh, talk a little bit about travel. Yeah, so I love to travel. Um, about maybe three years ago, three or four years ago, I kind of just started getting the, the itch to move in a new direction. <laughs> um, and it, it was just kind of um, an intuitive call that I got, and I really felt – Iceland drawing me out of all the countries mm. in the world I was being pulled so hard to Iceland and then I read some fact that was like 80% of the Icelandic culture still believes in nature spirits and I was like that's where I want to wow. go <laughs> the fact that they're so in touch with nature and just so primitive and okay here's a little fun fact for you okay. one quarter <laughs> of the population of Snohomish County I don't know about Skagit, but probably similarly, is the entire population of Iceland. And 90% live in one city of Reykjavik. Wow. So once you oh, go no. there, you get out of that city, there's there's nobody. Nothing made by man. It's like, I can't even explain it. I cried like the whole trip uh, because it's just so natural and just incredible scenery. And it was just... So anyways, I'm jumping around. but So I got pulled to, to go to Iceland and I literally bought my tickets two weeks before I left. I'd never really done any abroad traveling and I went by myself and I just did, I did 10 days and I road tripped around the entire country. And when I went there, it was like such, I don't know if you've heard my song Centerline, but I wrote that song when I was there because it was just this whole clash of this way I was told I was supposed to live and grow up and now become an adult. And then I did this trip and my heart was telling me something completely different because I was ready to settle down. I was settling down. I was in a long-term relationship, had the house, had everything. And I was like, "Wow, no, I can't do this anymore. Wow. And that, that whole song was just about like, where do you find your balance? Because I'm being torn between what my heart is saying and what I've been told, what is right and what is wrong. And so that kind of changed everything for me that whole trip came back and um, I gave myself six months. I planned a two-month backpacking trip six months later, two months to change my whole life. So I moved out of my house, um, put my relationship on pause, moved into a, um, my motor home, and I was out of there. And so I backpacked for two months. And again, I've done a lot of traveling, but it's not like it's, it, it is fun, but it's not like a vacation. Like it's like intense life school. Like I went through, I do most of my writing on my travels because it brings up so much, so much emotional stuff, like processing. And that's how I do my writing is through emotional processing. So like when you leave everything you know and all your comforts and you're in a completely new land and 
new people, like nothing. Because I go by myself because I love that experience. But it's like pulling the rug out from underneath of you. Yeah. One one thing I want to bring up, too. I mean, some of the listeners already know, but some of them may not know. On Facebook, you have every Wednesday, you have something called Wandering Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And you're actually posting videos that you've recorded of you in other countries. Yeah. And one of the really cool things, I, I try and watch it every Wednesday, but one of the really cool things that I notice about it is sometimes there'll be somebody that you just met, you know, in your travels and another mm-hmm. musician and then they come on with you and you guys do songs together. Yeah. It's just so, it's just such a neat experience to see that you just meet these people and like-minded musicians and you get on. Yeah. It's just really heartwarming kind of. And it I is think. even just thinking, you just bring that up warms my heart just I yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it just lights me up because just yesterday someone tagged me an Instagram of two years ago yesterday I guess um, I did I leave in Akaruri in Iceland in the northern and I just picked up this Italian hitchhiker and then um, I was like hey you want to record me singing the song and so it like <laughs> branches me out I have to do it I made this commitment like three years ago actually when I was in Iceland I decided Wandering Wednesday that has a ring to it and I want to merge my love of travel and music and so I did made the commitment to every single Wednesday put out a new video and a new song no matter what country I'm in well oh. Let's pause on the story because honestly, I, I do want to go back. It's uh, that's a very fun topic, and it sounds like there's a way more to dive there's into. So much. But we we do have to play a song. Uh, we're on the radio. We're doing a, a music podcast about your music. So uh, Savannah, can you talk about the song "Queen of Hearts"? Yes, I can talk about that. So actually, this is a good time to talk about it because Queen of Hearts was towards the beginning of my travel career. So like I said, I left and I planned this two-month backpacking trip. Um, and so I actually, I went on this this journey and I started traveling with um, this other person, a French man, who initially, you know, the French culture, it's so passionate and alluring. And it was great. It was fun. I learned a lot. But at some point, it just wasn't for me. And um, But he thought it was for him anyways he proposed to me and I said no oh, wow. <laughs> and I said no I'm really young and we're not actually even getting along very well <laughs> and so um I felt I felt bad only because he felt bad like he it, it hurt him but I had to stick to my guns and um that night in a dream actually the song Queen of Hearts came to me that's the only song that actually came to me in the dream so in the dream um we, I was with my family or something, and we pulled tarot cards and then had to write a, a song about the tarot card. And I yeah. pulled Queen of Hearts, and then the whole melody, like, ah, which is the chorus of Queen of Hearts. And I woke up and I was like, ah, I need to write this. And so I wrote the song, like, in 20 minutes, probably. It all just kind of came out really wow. quickly. And so that song just kind of, and okay, so the Queen of Hearts card and that whole aspect it's all about emotional wisdom and doing what's best for you and it's okay if that hurts someone else if it's what's honestly best for you because sometimes what people need is to be broken down to rebuild and sometimes people don't need to be made happy sometimes like you're not always going to be happy and like if I were to say yes and marry this man it would be terrible for both of us you know (laughs) so it's like really listening to your heart and owning that and sometimes it's okay to be the heartbreaker because honestly sometimes people need their heart broken I mean (laughs) so that's my heartbreaker song (laughs) 
Heartbreaker, hope slayer, smile is an icebreaker, warming the cold of your soul. She's a heartbreaker, truth sayer, never be your savior, drawing on your potential. Goddess of love, queen of hearts, she plays your strings like a harp. Filling you up a half-empty cup as she dances to the beat of your heart. Yes, she dances to the beat of your heart. And she dances to the beat of your heart. Queen of You can't get her off of your mind. Says I can't marry you. I've got lies to renew, to build out of the ruins of their hearts. I know it sounds sad, but there's dreams to be had, and broken's a great place to start. So she dances to the beat of their hearts. Yes, she dances to the beat of their hearts. And she dances to the beat of your heart. Queen of hearts. Queen of fall apart Savannah Woods playing Queen of Hearts, and man, I, I I say this, I think I say this every episode, but it's it's every time uh, an artist or a musician, songwriter describes kind of the, where they were at or what they were thinking when they, 
if I would have heard that song, I would never have known that it was about tarot cards and that. And that just brings a totally different aspect to it. And with the with the French man, you know, I don't know, if was, I don't, I don't know if we were talking about this last time, but somebody brought up France and it was like Pepe Le Pou style, yeah. you know. It's so hot, but. Yeah. Just not in the cards. <laughs> not, not in the cards. That's good. Oh, that's funny. Wow, Christine, that was funny. Yeah. 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 Um, well, let's go, let's go back then because I, I want to continue with this. Um, this kind of travel thing, it seems like a lot comes up during this. Yeah. So that's kind of, it's really integrated in my whole life. My whole life is traveling and music. And so coming back from that first trip, I really restructured my life in a way of, I'm not going to do the normal, the normal adulting thing. Um, I'm not going to work for other people anymore just because I want to put my efforts into my own dreams, um, and really, Iceland was a wake-up call for me um, because the only way I can describe it is I felt like I was living on the edge of creation. Like I was so in the moment that I felt like I couldn't waste another minute. I could not, I could not go back to my nine to five and do all these things which just weren't feeding my soul. Like so, I completely dedicated my life to that. So I kind of, um, after that point, um, I basically do three weeks to a month and then come back home for a couple few months and then leave again. I go and come back because I do have animals and they are my children. <laughs> and I, that is my commitment and responsibility. So I can't just leave them, um, which I don't want to because I love the Pacific Northwest. I love being home, but I also love leaving. I love both of it. And it comes with all of its own growth experiences. And yeah, I, I mean, I could go on and on. <laughs> Well, it's, uh, you know, one thing we really like to do is, is to kind of jump way back in life. And, uh, well, maybe not that far. Who knows? Um, when did you first kind of get the itch to start doing music or playing an instrument, singing? What came first and how did it all come to be? Good question. Um, since I could talk, basically, I've been singing. I grew up in a musical family. My dad's a musician. He sings and plays the piano. Um, yeah, very, very great musician. Um, and so I grew up with two of my sisters, uh, all of us sang together. So we, my dad started us singing and performing at a very young age. Um, I think I wrote my first song at the age of six. <laughs> wow. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I asked my mom that the other day because I was writing a bio for my Patreon. I'm like, what was the, f how old was I on my first song? And she's oh. like six years old. And I was like, are you wow. serious? <laughs> so yeah, it's been a part of my life always been a part of my life. I didn't pick up the guitar until maybe high school um, just because I needed a portable way to accompany myself singing. Like you don't see many people performing acapella and pianos are hard to drag around. I had had piano lessons and I can play the piano, but the guitar, it's just portable. I can bring it anywhere and be acoustic and sing. So I just started then and ever since, but I didn't make music my full, it was always like a second like it's like breathing to me so I never really realized that it was something I could make my whole life about and make my job and make my work until probably a couple years ago um I realized it was just a belief that I had I had been told that because in society we're like you know artists it's a hobby you know but it's not your life it's not your work like there's work and then there's passion there's work and then there's art but then I realized that was just a belief that I had ingrained in my mind, not even something I really believed in, but it was holding me back from exploring that as my full career, my full life. So I kicked that belief in the butt and I decided to make music my full time. And that's basically what I 
do now. And you alluded a little bit to your family. Your family is like the most supportive family (laughs) I've seen. I saw you at the Woolly Market and ended up getting a chance to sit with your dad and your grandma and all your little siblings. (laughs) Your mom was there. I didn't actually meet her, but I sat there with your dad and grandma, uh, Frida and Stuart. um, And they're just the most, they're the loveliest people. And with you and your sisters and all those little siblings you have, it was, it's just amazing that the love, I mean, you could just feel all the love in your family. Yeah, I feel really, really blessed. Um, they're, they're so supportive from day one. And there was, a, of course, a period of time where I, like, didn't want them there when I'm performing. No, but sure. <laughs> it's like, I want to do it to all strangers. But now I'm comfortable enough. I don't care. And I love that they, I mean, I can I can understand now more. Like, to see a child you have spawned now, like, performing and writing music and just the whole love that they feel in the whole yeah it's it's amazing and i'm glad you could feel that and you mm. got to meet my grandma that's oh, cute we, 95 we talked, yeah. i think she she's she's adorable i loved her we're yeah, facebook friends so now just oh so good you know. good you're in the family now <laughs> yep what about um through what about away from your family like was there a school choir or music you know band in school that kind of thing or maybe even mm-hmm. outside of that like uh community music or that kind of thing um yes so i i was involved in kind of everything music growing up i did i did all the musicals just because of the singing i mean i don't know if i'm i didn't feel like i was the best actress but i always got the star role just because of my voice (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, and then into high school yeah i always did the choirs and stuff and in high school i had a really amazing um choir teacher we did like jazz choir chamber choir and i remember taking a class called Oh, what is it? Some solo class. It was about writing music and like all these different classes. And um, his name's Mr. Ronning, Eric Ronning. And he was so amazing. Uh, such a good just human being and coach. And he helped me a lot um, develop my voice in different ways, too. My dad helped me on one aspect. Eric helps me mm. um, on another aspect because there's a lot of things I wouldn't have been able to. Like, you know, we have our in. In your voice, you have two registers, your chest voice, ah, uh, and your head voice, ha, uh, up there. And before I developed that upper voice, it was like, <laughs> and he used to make me get up in front of the class and sing entire songs in this voice. <laughs> and it was so embarrassing. But I, he's like, you will thank me later. I promise. You want to kill me now, but <laughs> you will be so thankful. I am so thankful. I'm so thankful he did that. It has grown my voice exponentially. And like just little things like that. I mean, it's not little at all. But really, yeah, that was a big part of my vocal and musical evolution. Is he still teaching? Yes, he's still teaching. Um, And actually, I called up on him. So I'm a soloist um, at my church in Everett. And I was supposed to do the whole service this one week, like all the music, which I don't usually do. And then I, I also never do this, but I double booked and we were supposed to play at hemp fest. And I was like, crap. (laughs) (laughs) We were on the main stage, which was like the biggest stage I've ever played on. And I was like, I can't miss this, but I have this big commitment. So I was like, who do I know who could do all of this? So I called up Mr. Ronning, and he covered for me at my church. It was so cute. <laughs> Him and his whole family led, the, did everything together. It was it was so sweet. I was so thankful for that. Wow. So, yeah, he's awesome. still doing music, still helping kids. He's an amazing human being. 
he kind of got my itch to start with guitar as well. Okay, so let's um, let's talk about another song here okay. so we can get some music in. Tell us about New Direction. When you were talking about your travels, um, d- does this song have anything to do with that, That the New Direction that, that you became when oh, yeah. you were traveling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So <laughs> the song kind of starts out, um, I take the step, answer the call, I walk away from it all. It's never easy to leave behind all you know, but leaving your comforts is when you truly grow. And that's pretty much the whole essence of what I wrote that song out of a feeling of um, not wanting to leave. Okay, so I follow my intuition. I buy the tickets because I know I'm supposed to leave. But when the time comes to leave, I don't usually want to leave. It's just like, but I know I'm supposed to. And then so to rip myself away from all my comforts and all these things I have going on, like you grow so much in those times, but like it's not comfortable. But I feel the new direction pulling me. So that's kind of the essence of that song is like, I can't like just stay in my comforts. I have to leave in order to grow. That's when I'm truly growing and I'm following my heart to these new directions. Um, and someone had called me selfish and <laughs> at one point, and there's a line in that song is, uh, you say I'm selfish. Well, tell me something I don't know. Like I have to be selfish in order to live this way. Because you really, you you can't be living for everybody else, but also following your heart. There has to be a balance between the two. So there has to be an aspect of selfishness a little bit, you know, so. I take the step, answer the call, walk away from it all. It's never easy to leave behind
blowing from behind You can't run from pain But you can take it for a ride In a new direction Yeah, new direction Savannah Woods just played New Direction right here in the studio. And, uh, you know, we're going, we're talking about school, kind of after school, but we didn't really talk about, like, you had a band, right? Or were you were in a band? Still do. Yeah, I just... Uh, a couple of them. <laughs> yeah, great. Well, it's been a full evolution. So I started um, a few people I knew about six years ago, seven years ago. They're like, hey, we've been jamming and want to come. We need to start writing songs. And so I came and sat and listened for a little while and then started to take these different parts that they had written. I had never been in a band before, never collaborated with other musicians um, in that way. And so I started like concocting these songs because it was like hard rock, Tool-esque, like, and then me coming in <laughs> with my voice. It was really cool, like... Um, collaboration of sound and stuff but it was really fun but we were in some like little stinky it was like me and like 
three middle-aged men in this like little sweaty, stinky <laughs> jam band space. It was I a can't rental. Even imagine yeah, that. mariachi band next door. It was nuts. Well, is there any recordings from this band that we can actually? Find? Yeah. So, well, it was the first version of Waking Maya. So, mm. at that time, I was going through. I was not in the best place of my life. So, our first album of Waking Maya is kind of like fu songs and it's like <laughs> more like eh, it was a little more rocking but i don't regret it because i needed to get the stuff out right but i don't always promote our first album <laughs> a lot of it's just like uh, and what's the name of that album <laughs> yeah no. just the title track waking maya but waking maya has gone through a lot of evolutions because that that group uh that we started with um it evolved into what it is now but it's still constantly evolving really the members um the only thing that's been the same is me I guess <laughs> um, but it, it's really like grown me as an artist because I had never felt that passion of writing music with other people before and there's something so magical about creating something with other people and like you kind of all sync up and create this new thing like it's amazing to write on your own but when you start playing with other people and you guys your energies start to meld and something more amazing is born out of it it's like just lights my heart on fire so would you say then with that band um would you typically then come with a written song and then they would what would it be a group effort would they come with written songs too or how how did the writing go exactly then well, so there was a, a guitarist at that time, and he would come up with, like, these little licks, but just didn't know how to make them into a song. And so I would figure out what chord progressions he was playing, and then I would kind of write a song over top of that. So then I would come with a sheet, lyrics, chords, and then we would start to – we would learn that, and then it would kind of change a little bit and morph um, as we all collaborated on it. But I would basically write the bones of a song, or sometimes I would just – come with the chords and the lyrics and then they would make their own parts it was kind of just like a, a puzzle you don't know which piece is first but it all just finds its way together like the songs really write themselves that's There's a really a, interesting way to look at it I never thought of it that way before yeah I don't have like one solid way that I write like there's, so I have you variations. don't like do the corner pieces first and the edges. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes Some you just start in the middle. Sometimes yeah. I have really good corner pieces. Well, we all know then... that's the right way to do a puzzle. <laughs> <You're> like... no. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about the next song. Okay. Can you uh, describe home to us? Yes, of course. Um, so home, I <clears throat> that song was written in a few different places. It has a few different corner pieces. Um, I started it. <clears throat> in northern california when i was traveling and on the train back to washington from there um, i wrote a part of it sitting on my deck um i think another part in europe but the whole essence of that song is you're home wherever you are um so like these things i'm sitting on my deck and it's an amazing beautiful deck surrounded by nature and like scent of the sunshine on the leaves, whales splashing, like these different amazing magical things. My soul is at peace and I'm yeah. home. And that, in that time, doesn't matter where I am. The, another part I wrote in the Redwood Forest. Um, and when you feel that peace in your heart, like you're home. I don't need to be, I don't have like, I do have a home, I guess, in a physical, in a physical space. But because I'm usually traveling so much, it's kind of just... Um, about that that I'm that I'm always home and there's a little part in there don't worry about me I like to travel alone you can feel me in your heart I'm not alone 
So I don't feel that I'm ever alone. And then that kind of space, that heart space, we're all connected because I'm going to be out doing my thing. And it was kind of also a little little jab to all the <laughs> people really worry about me. They don't as much anymore. But when I first started traveling alone, because I do oh. a lot of global traveling by yeah, myself. I can imagine. I, I feel like you're my child sometimes <laughs> when you're talking about this. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I know. And most people do. And I get it. It's like, I get it. It comes from a place of love or but also fear and at one together. Um, but I just have so much trust and I can feel like I, I've never felt unsafe. Well, maybe before, but I can feel it. So I get out of the situation and if it happens, it happens, but I'm really trusting on my journey and where I'm being led and all that. And I'm home. <laughs> the sunshine on the leaves my soul is at peace I am home rays of warmth dance on my skin my soul is at peace I am home oh whales splashing playing
lying on the earth, communing with the land. Five deer walk beside, and I know glimmer of the moonlight, salty lullabies whispered by the sea. My soul's at was savannah woods playing home and uh you know something you said before that man i i talk to people about that all the time is that that fear and i think when you're talking about home you're saying like because you feel comfortable and you feel at peace at home uh, like that's kind of everybody would would hopefully have that feeling uh, i don't want to put that on everybody because some people are in bad situations but um but man so many people and i'm so glad that it's not you really let other people's fears control them and uh and that was kind of what you were kind of touching on right there and, and yeah. anyway if you, if you can you go into that at all oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and that's uh, when you're shifting your life in such a way that is so unknown to other people i was actually just talking to someone um a family member about this who wanted to actually get dreads and everybody was like attacking her like don't do it <laughs> i'm like don't listen to any of them they're just projecting like everybody told me not to do that not to travel not to do this but once you just start doing it and owning it, all those fears go away. It's just fears of the unknown. Like as a human, we all have fears of the unknown. People are just projecting their unconscious fears. They don't know what's going to happen. They don't know what you're going to like. They're comfortable with what you look like or they're comfortable yeah. with you here at home. And when you get outside of that, it makes people uncomfortable. But if you just do it, you have to take that leap of faith. You have to go in the beginning against what people might feel comfortable with you doing and that's why a lot of people don't because they're comfortable in their own life and they're comfortable with people being comfortable with their life <laughs> and you have to rub people the wrong way to start doing your own thing until it's so much a part of you that I don't think people really look twice at well I'm sure I'm sure my mother will worry about wherever <laughs> I go but but <laughs> generally people are confident that I can do this because I've been doing it you just kind of put one right. foot in front of the other and 
tune out the it, it kind of reminds me about how you were talking when you're doing the queen of hearts about how um sometimes people need to have their heart broken well sometimes yeah. these controlling people need to know that they just can't control everybody and they need to just yeah. let it go or deal with their own <laughs> issues totally. and that's hard too for a people pleaser exactly. i grew yeah. up such a people pleaser yeah. i want everybody around me happy and it was so hard for me at first to start doing what my heart wanted because it did not make people around me comfortable. And so that's what they needed, but it's also what I needed was to break out of that because you cannot make everybody happy. Right. That's just never gonna happen. Right. So I just kind of drastically jumped off the edge and still free falling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Feeling good, good about yeah. it. <laughs> well, and how do you know your own fears until you've become fearful? Totally. You know, and that's uh, that's really what you have to find in life, I think. Mm -hmm. that's, it's that's empowering. Really, it's important, too. To feel those fears and to be able to move through them. Because people are really afraid of their fears. But if you step into that fear, you realize that you're always taken care of. And there's no really, there's no end point to that fear. Like, it's, it doesn't really have any backing, you know, once you actually address those fears. Like, it's just, it's such a liberating feeling. That's why I love to travel alone because it's facing so many fears. And when you step into that space, it's like, oh, this actually isn't scary. Everybody is a human. Everybody has a heart, you know, it, it's really, it's not as scary as it seems in the mind. So I'm all for addressing those fears, just doing it. Savannah, can we talk about now um, the COVID situation and mm -hmm. um, how that's affected you, where it's taking you? Uh, the changes in your life that are coming from this situation? For sure. Um, I am a very adaptable person. Not everybody is, but it's just some a way that I've always been. Um, things don't really phase me too much. So it really hasn't bothered me. Honestly, I mean, of course I feel for everyone affected by COVID, but personally it has, <laughs> it has been beneficial for my career. And, you know, I can get <laughs> backlash on that, but it really has. It no, I mean, that's where I was kind of drawing the question yeah. to is because so many musicians are doing these live streams and they're ending up getting, you know, a, a bigger audience than they yes. had when they played at the local bar. I mean, you're totally. able to reach people mm -hmm. that don't go out, you know, to bars or, or whatever, don't go buy music or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. So so this is something that as as much as we're saying, oh, it's so sad for the musicians, there's also a, a positive side of it for you guys. Yeah. And that's kind of where I was going with the question totally and I think that I mean there's a positive of every situation you just have to find it so you can sink into oh I can't play at the bar anymore but I'm freaking loving it I can sit on my deck and play a show to one week I had 23,000 people watching me all across the world I was literally like crying because <laughs> yeah. I'm like comment where you're watching and every week I have people watching from like freaking Egypt mm. Greece Brazil like wow. all across the world all across the country and my goal at the beginning of the year 2020 was I wanted to start focusing on my own career, um, do less. I love playing as a band, but I really felt the draw to start mm -hmm. focusing on my music career and developing more of a solo career and moving my music online. So play less gigs, play more solo, move my music online. Those are my goals, and COVID literally put that right into my lap because oh, I had so no choice. you're the reason that so, the COVID yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, because all my gigs are canceled. I had to go online. And I can't play with my band. So it literally, asking you shall receive. And I receive. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But on I'm a, really. On I'm, a platter. Uh, on a silver <laughs> platter. So you want to talk about your. Yeah, yeah. Can you jump into uh, the song Changes? Um, yeah. I know you wanted to play that. And maybe you could talk about it beforehand. For sure. Um, changes. I actually wrote. 
Well, it's that feeling that you get, of course, like so many, I guess, similarly to New Directions, but Changes was written out of a a different feeling for change. I was in um, a relationship, actually, and we went and traveled together, and that can either make or break a relationship, and I realized I just love traveling alone, but it really, (laughs) I didn't feel quite as liberated as I normally would being alone, and we were in Italy together, and we were standing there in Lake Garda, and it was a beautiful, beautiful pink sunset, and I'm watching it, and he's watching me, and he goes, I can see the sun setting in your eyes, and I go, (laughs) that's a song, so I wrote down that lyric, and the song's kind of actually really about leaving that relationship, so it kind of, you are the queen of hearts, I know, (laughs) I know, but it's really about, because I, I, I intended to go in, it's not just about that relationship, it's about all these different changes, because I intend on staying true to me, staying true to who I am and what I want, but then I always do this, not always, in the past I've done this, I'm changing now. Um, I start to take what other people want and kind of morph a little bit who I am and what I'm like, I get kind of diverted, my path starts to go another way, and then it always goes back on, I get back on track, but I have to get pulled back on. Um, because I can't make you happy. It won't make you happy, whatever I do. Um, so it's just kind of like sticking, staying true to my guns. The lyric is, I don't believe in the need for guns, but I got to stick to mine. I love you by my side, but I can't be with you all the time. I can love a person, but I have to stay true to me. And everybody has different ways of loving people. And I'm a really strong, independent person. I'm not afraid to say it. And I need to stick to that <laughs> and not let what other people want out of me change who I am and the direction I'm going. Because I have big goals, strong focus of where I want to go, and I just have to stay on that track. So that's kind of what changes is about. Baby, I'm changing. Basically just changing back to me and what I wanted to begin with. It's funny that you think. You have to tell me what you feel Like I don't know what you feel Like I can't feel what you feel It's funny that you don't say what's on your mind Where your thoughts go all the time Like I can't hear your screaming mind stick to mine I love you by my side but I can't be with you all the time I know that you feel the distance but I'm not so far away just know I can't live like this and I can hear you say I can see the sun setting in your
perception is the key Expectations of me I can't be who you want But I want you to be happy And I loved you from the start Gotta keep that open heart I plan to stay true to me Then I tried to make you happy But I can't make you happy No, it won't make you happy Was uh, Savannah Woods and her song "Changes." Um, well, um, as we're uh, wrapping up, I, I really want because we only got about maybe five more minutes here. Uh, I just want to kind of talk about where what you have out in the world that people can consume <laughs> and how they can consume it. I guess would be kind of a, a different way of saying it. Okay, um, so I do have so in the previous the band that I've talked about, Waking Maya. It's called waking maya m-a-y-a and we have two previous albums out on soundcloud spotify itunes youtube all that stuff um we will have an album coming out whenever this covid thing's over but really my focus now is on uh, my personal solo career which like we mentioned earlier i just finished setting up a home studio so i will have um an album coming out shortly and of some singles prior to that um but where I'm mostly mostly doing my music right now is on my uh, music Facebook page, um, facebook.com slash Savannah Woods Music. I do, I've been doing live stream concerts um, three a week now. So every Wednesday, 
I do a wandering Wednesday, but I'm not wandering now. I'm just on my deck. (laughs) (laughs) Wandering outside. Yeah, Yeah, wandering right outside. Um, And I play for two hours, 2 to 4 p.m. And then on Saturdays, um, actually, I think you suggested it to me to add another day. (laughs) Yep, that was all you uh, to do for the the people who can't make it to the Wednesday afternoons to do a Saturday evening. So I do a sunset session, 7 to 8 p.m. on my deck with the sun setting behind me, um, usually unless it's raining, which I'm still playing outside. I'll play rain or shine. And then, because I do whatever the people want me to do because I'm making music like to share with you guys. And so people in my live streams really wanted me to do a a super moon session a few weeks ago when we had that super moon. That was so good. And I never, I do not get up that early, you guys, but (laughs) I did it for my people. I got up at 4 a.m. and I played under the super moon while the sun rose. And it was incredible. Yeah. That one listener in Egypt was loving that. Yeah. <laughs> <Good> time. <laughs> You're right. There's people in other countries is their yeah. afternoons. But there were some nuts people from around here watching. I'm like, what are you guys <laughs> doing you guys getting doing up this early? <laughs> what are you drinking? But it was so amazing. <laughs> so I added that to my schedule, actually. But I can't really pick a certain day because it's so hard. to. Because if I'm doing yeah. something at night, I don't want to get up at 4 a.m. the next day. Yeah. So I changed it to a sunrise surprise yes, session. Yes, it's a spontaneous sunrise. So, yeah. Type. One, one day a week I do a sunrise stream. So you can find all of those. There's weeks and weeks and weeks worth on my music page, but also three years worth of Wandering Wednesdays as well on my music page. So that's where you can listen to most of my music as of now until, well, if you follow that page, you'll be able to get my new album coming out soon. Soon. I, for the people that haven't seen uh, your Facebook streams, they really should. One of the things I like about them is that I'm learning more about the artists than just if you go yeah. somewhere and watch it. Like I've learned about how you use a percolator for your coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All the important things. Yeah. And when you do your sunrise or, or your uh, sunset sessions or sunrise or wandering yeah. Wednesday, whatever, um, your backdrop is the water. It's beautiful. And sometimes there's whales spouting that you can hear. There's constantly birds. You've mm-hmm. got your your pets your yes. dogs and your kitties and everything it's coming so out it's really it's just so much fun so i love it it's like just hanging out at home with yeah hundreds of people it's i really really love it yeah and i can talk more about like what the inspirations for my songs were exactly or get more into detail than i would if i was performing to like right. a bar restaurant or venue like they're not there to hear you talk no i guess the live streamers aren't either but i talk anyways <laughs> you do what you want <laughs> right yeah I do it. I want. <laughs> right on. Well, Savannah, thanks so much for coming in the KMRE radio station here. Thanks and for having recording. me. Yeah, it's so cool. It's fun. Thanks for listening to our Pacific Northwest music. Hope you enjoyed it. Check us out next month. Thanks so much to our friends Jack Mattingly and the Whiskey Fever. That was the track you heard at the start, and here it is again. Wouldn't want to miss this off the album. Oceans of Trouble. Go check it out. They're from Cedro Wood. Ooh, you wouldn't want to miss this.